Blog Talk Radio. All <laughs> Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions, obviously, listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio, live from Hollywood, California. This is Tough Love. I'm Alistair. Hope you guys are having a great Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hopefully, you had a great day. Uh, myself, I, you know, for the first time in a long time, unfortunately, I didn't have a turkey dinner. Um, I did... Uh, help out and volunteer on Thursday morning, uh, feeding uh, the homeless down at MacArthur Park in Los Angeles. Got to be honest, I didn't really do too much. <laughs> the thought that counts, though, there was so many volunteers there. I just uh, hung out with a, a bunch of kids and like finger painted and, <laughs> and <laughs> chilled out. Uh, and then I came back and hung out with some neighbors uh, and watched football and had uh, tri-tip and uh, uh, some drinks. So it was fun. Um, you know, it, I think you could argue that this might be, you know, just as a whole, one of the best sports weekends just in general, um, you know, when it comes down to it, not only football, but, you know, basketball and there's good boxing, uh, you know, going on and so forth. So uh, and as usual, obviously a lot to get to. Tiger and Phil was Friday. Uh, those of you who saw that, uh, I mean, I, they played, they didn't play that well, let's say that. I won't say they played like shit. You know, I mean, there was a couple shots here and there, but played equally. Uh, and it went to, you know, extra holes, which was dope. It was super, super awesome. I thought so. You might not think so. Oh, well, um, get to that in a bit. Also, uh, obviously, rivalry, rivalry weekend in college football. So you had Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, Florida State, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the longest running uh, rivalry in college FBS sports. I think it was 128 or something like that years they've been playing. Um, get to that. Obviously, week 12 in the NFL, big games. Dallas, New Orleans, Chicago already took care of business on Thanksgiving uh, and Minnesota Vikings obviously is probably the biggest or Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Green Bay is obviously the biggest uh, game today. Chad Polo. Love you guys. Um, and so obviously I'll chat about that. 
Uh, where are all my notes? May as well get to it. Uh, just a couple quick things before I do, in fact, get to the Vikings and Packers, because I'll, I'll deep dive into that. But first things first, I, I had some back and forth with my uh, buddies this morning about the Timberwolves. Uh, my buddy Bob sent me a Snapchat, or not Snapchat, a, uh, a screenshot of the Timberwolves salary. Um, and more than anything, just to show what Andrew Wiggins is making. Last night, Timberwolves beat the Bulls, you know, pretty handily by like 15 points. Funny, though, because Andrew Wiggins went 0 of 12 shooting. And, and Covington didn't do that much better. I want to say, what was he, 1 of 18. Combined, they were 1 of 30, 0 of 14 from three-pointers, and the Timberwolves still won by fifth. How shitty Chicago Bulls basketball team is. <laughs> Towns had an incredible game. Uh, Sarich had a great game, too. Uh, the only thing about – the only reason I even bring this up is because Andrew Wiggins makes over $300,000 a game. And my buddy Bob sent me his stat line for the year, which I will share with you real quick. It is, oh, 15 and a half points a game, 3.8 rebounds, and 2.3 assists. I'm telling you right now, that is, it is not the numbers of a max player. And it's, it's just unfortunate. I've said this numerous times, but if your owner has to sit you down and ask if you have the requisite love for the game and, and want and fire to give you a max contract, you probably shouldn't offer that dude a max contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're questioning his passion, you might not want to pay the dude. Uh, and that's what the Timberwolves are stuck with right now. He, he could be awesome, but he's not. And he never will be because he doesn't give a shit enough. He is making $27 million this year to just be average. And he can get by with being average because he is so otherworldly talented that he just, he can get by with being, yeah, eh, whatever. I mean, it's unfortunate because he could be great. He, he's okay with being good. He could be great. And it's sad. Uh, but, wanted to just share that because that's unfortunate a lot of money a lot of money to people that you know jared bayless the guy who the timberwolves got in the trade of jimmy butler is making eight million dollars this year eight million dollars jared bayless if you saw him at ralph's supermarket you wouldn't know who the hell this guy is yet that guy is making eight million it's just it's stupid money it's stupid money uh so touch on that i mentioned the golfers you know, obviously nobody gives a shit, but I'm going to mention it because it's the first time in 14 years that the Gophers, Minnesota Gophers, beat Wisconsin. It has been since 2004 since the Gophers beat Wisconsin, and that was at home. We won in Madison yesterday, and not just on a last-second field goal. We whooped their ass 37-15, which is hilarious. Now, keep in mind, Wisconsin obviously isn't that great this year. Uh, you know, but for a Gophers team that over half of its roster is freshman and sophomore, it's pretty impressive. It's a big win for the program. I know nobody cares, but I, for whatever reason, have, have been a Gophers fan for a long time. I just say, I, I know I want to say it real quick. I know a lot of people, you know, like to shit 
PJ Fleck, you know, row the boat guy and all that. You know, I, people want to hate on him because he is, you know, a very salesman uh, uh personality. You know, he's just like, you know, it's like he's selling you a car. And I get it. And people don't like that and whatnot. And he, he's all about positivity, heaven forbid, right? I know. Um, and, and so forth. And people don't like that uh, because we live in a, a sad society, apparently. But I want to like P.J. Fleck. If you see what he did at Western Michigan, he is trending the same way in Minnesota. First year, terrible. Second year, eh. And then next thing you know, Third and fourth year, he starts get putting things together. I, I can tell by watching the team that there is so much more athleticism on it than years past. Um, and it's something to be somewhat excited for if you're a Gopher fan. I'm not, I'm not you know, like delusions of grandeur guy. I know they're not going to be like winning national championships, but it would be nice to just get back to respectability. I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, so... Hopefully that happens. That would be nice. I, I want the Gophers to do well. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, obviously outside of Auburn, Alabama, you know, and maybe even more than Auburn, Alabama. Michigan, Ohio State is a huge game with huge national championship implication yesterday. And Michigan got rolled. They've lost, I want to say, four or five straight. Jim Harbaugh has yet to beat Ohio State. And, uh, Ohio, I mean, Ohio State scored 62 points on Michigan yesterday. And Michigan came in with the number one defense in the country. So it's not as though Ohio State was beating, you know, like Abilene Christian. They beat Michigan, granted, in Ohio State, but laid 62 points on Michigan. And to me... I like the fact that Michigan lost <clears throat> only because that means they're completely out of the national championship or college football playoff. And I said last week or maybe two weeks ago, I like Georgia a lot more than I like Michigan. And, uh, you know, for that fact, Oklahoma, you know, over Michigan too. And so now they are. And, uh, you know, obviously on Tuesday when the new college football playoff standings come out, I'm sure it will be. Mark, what's up? I'm sure it will be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, who all took care of biz, and then uh, probably Georgia, being that they were five, and then Oklahoma. So there's still next weekend, obviously, is um, conference championships, uh, and so you're going to have Alabama and Georgia. uh, And if Alabama wins that game, you know, Georgia obviously is out as as a two-loss team. If Alabama loses, I then who knows? I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember who Clemson is playing in their in the ACC. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's still a lot to be had next Saturday uh, with all the conference championships. I want to say there's a couple on Friday. Uh, but that was, that was a shock yesterday. It really was a shock watching them. Um, on Friday, I think it was Friday, that Oklahoma-West Virginia game, 59 to 56. Uh, you know, I liken it. I wanted to make a comparison to the Rams and Chiefs, what we saw on Monday night. Um, you know, the, the 54 51 Rams win. You know, and granted, there was a couple defensive touchdowns by Oklahoma in that game. But the 
biggest difference going into that game comparatively to the Rams and the Chiefs is Oklahoma and West Virginia's defense are non-existent, and that is the type of game that I don't enjoy watching. Number one, if you score 56 points, you should probably win the game. You would think you would win the game if you score 56. That's just common sense. You expected no off or no defense in that game comparatively to the Rams and Chiefs. The Rams and Chiefs, the Rams have great defensive personnel. Chiefs were playing much better on defense. There was three defensive touchdowns. There was two touchdowns off of turnovers in that game, which helped get to 54-51. Oklahoma, West Virginia, you knew. You knew it was going to hit the over. You knew it was going to you know, come close to 100 total points. They had over 1,300 total yards. Larry, I love you, babe. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. I'm not shirtless. I'm sorry. Um, and so you knew that's, that's the game that I'm hoping the NFL isn't trending towards. You know what I'm saying? Buck, what up, bud? And I just, I pray that's not where we're going with the NFL. And, they, you know, Lamar Jackson is going to do really, really well today against, <laughs> against Oakland's horrible defense. Oakland has to go from West Coast to the Coast. It's not going to be good. Everybody's going to, oh, Lamar, Lamar, it's going to get out of hand for a week. And hopefully Baltimore's got to play a good defense here pretty soon and, and put the, the talk to rest about Lamar. I don't, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't care if he has a good rest of the year. The NFL will catch up. I've said this for years. The difference, you know, between pro sports and amateur and below, peewee up through college, football, basketball, whatever. Once you get to the pros, everybody's equal when it comes to size, speed, so forth. You might have an outlier here or there. For the most part, Everybody's equal. That's why the best always are best because of their mind. It's a mental game. College, if you have the best athletes, you win. Look at Alabama, Clemson. You know, I mean, it's just it's common sense. So, therefore, all right, Phil, Phil is still number two, Buck. Still number two. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Um, and so, therefore, you know, a game that we saw, it's just it, it is what it is. I, I, I lost track. Anyway, um, as far as, uh, you know, Tiger and Phil being that uh, Buck just you know, crashed the, the Facebook uh, room, I will touch on that. You know, here's the thing. He's giving me shit yesterday, my buddy, about Phil being better than Tiger because he won on Friday. And don't get me wrong, he did win. But that is like saying, and, and the example that I gave, you know, it's any given Sunday. Or March Madness. You know, I mean, there are teams that, you know, get, get lucky. But the Vikings lost at home, got shithoused at home by Buffalo. That doesn't mean Buffalo's a better team. They happen to be on that Sunday. Just like on Friday, Phil won and was better than Tiger for 22 holes. And, and that's all there is. And, uh, you know, it's not like Phil is better although they're very close, but you look at the, the long-term stats and Tiger obviously is better. And yes, I, I am a Tiger apologist. I love Tiger, just like I love Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I will apologize for those guys all day because they're the greatest. They're the greatest. I don't care. You know? and 
So therefore, Phil's not better. He was on Friday, and I'm, it was fun to watch. I, I mentioned it to start the show. To me, it was a lot of fun to watch. I, it, it was just, you don't see that often. You know what I'm saying? And granted, they didn't play that well. They just, they didn't play that well. But luckily, they played equally. And so therefore, you know, at the end of 18, they were all square and they both had chances to win. Tiger had a great chip in on 17. Uh, that was very Tiger-esque. Uh, and it was just, it, I, I can't explain it. It was just fun to watch. I will say they made a mistake making it pay-per-view. I, I, I don't necessarily think, even though it's Tiger Woods and Phil, I don't think it, it garnered the attention. And as funny and ironic as it is, Turner, and it, <clears throat> I, I can't remember the pay-per-view, it, it didn't work anyway. So everybody got to see it for free, including myself, on my iPad that I'm looking into right now. Uh, and it was great. Uh, but I do believe if they're going to make this a yearly thing, like I hear they're going to, which would be cool, I, I would highly suggest putting it, you know, I don't care if it's at the same time, but you can put it in a, you know, a, on regular TV. Just put it on ABC, NBC, whatever. You know, cable, I give a shit. Don't make it pay-per-view. It just, I don't think it would have done the numbers they thought it was going to do. I just, I truly don't believe that. And so, it was fun to watch, but it should have been free. Should have been on regular TV. Um, but it just the, the going back and forth. I will, what was funny to watch is the front nine versus the back nine couldn't have been more different. The front nine, they're shooting the shit, walking together, joking, making side bets during the match, which was awesome. Like, just the banter back and forth was great. And then all of a sudden, at the turn, it got serious. And they stopped betting. They stopped, like, having too much talk between them. And things got real. And that was, uh, it was, that was a lot of fun to watch. Just, you know, two of the best ever. And they're really getting into it. Um, it didn't necessarily boister their play, but it, uh, it definitely got better. Uh, so it was fun. And I hope they do do this again next year. It would be great and just make it free. Um, so obviously big day for the Vikings. Um, after that game last Sunday, um, you know, which wasn't a good one, hopefully, uh, you know, against the Bears Sunday night, hopefully they can – do a reverse and take care of business tonight against the Packers. Packers are down. <clears throat> excuse me. So many people. It's insane. I don't necessarily know exactly what the count is, uh, but defensively they're down. And you know, if the Packers lose, they're out. And it, you know, I mean, that's just being real. There's, there's very little chance that the Packers, but the loss today would come back. I mean, that's, they would be four, six, and one. Even if they were to win out after today, they'd only be nine, six, and one. And I, that's not a guarantee that they're getting in. Although the NFC right now is so jumbled outside of the, the Rams and the Saints, everybody else is pretty, pretty close. Obviously, the Bears you know, are, are sitting at that three. And if the playoffs started today, the Vikings would have to go to Chicago. 
uh, a replay of last Sunday night. Hopefully not exactly like that, but that's what would have, they'd have to do. I, you know, I mean, I would see, I, I can't imagine the Packers at nine, six and one again, they'd have to win out if they lost today. Um, and, and we'll see Vikings. If they lose today, same thing, man. You know, I mean, if five, five and one and one out, obviously they'd be 10, five and one if they lost today, but you've got a game next week at, at new England. And then you're at Seattle. And I, I mean, that New England game, you're going to lose that game. I, I can't see the Vikings going and beating the Patriots. I, I mean, unless, you know, I, I don't know. I can't see that happening. Seattle, <laughs> that's a tough place to play. Uh, and, you know, I mean, you, you think you should win that game, but, you know, they're 5-4-1. <clears throat> they're not beating down anybody's door right now. And so to sit there and assume that, a, a barely above 500 team is going to go into Seattle, a team that has serious playoff uh, wishes, whatever left. That's, that's a lot to ask. I don't know. Uh, so, you know, Vikings have to take care of business today. Bottom line. I mean, it's not, uh, there's not anything aside, you know, from that. They obviously each have a tie because week three, I think it is week three, uh, you know, the, or week two, actually, Vikings went to Green Bay and tied uh, big time comeback by Kirk Cousins and so forth. Um, but I, there's just things from that Chicago game. There's things from this whole season that have just got me scratching my head. The lack of run, you know, I mean, and again, I just talked about the Virginia or West Virginia and Oklahoma game. The 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 lack of run, even in the Rams and Chiefs, how they got away from running the ball. Todd Gurley only ran the ball 14 times. Kareem Hunt, I want to say, only ran it, I don't know, eight or something like that. Um, you know, and then the Vikings on Sunday night in Chicago ran it 14 times total for 22 yards. Dino, Marty, what's up, Danielle? I, you know, I mean, think about that. It's just 14 times. And, you know, I keep hearing, you know, talking heads on K-Fan back home or, you know, nationally talking about, well, you know, you, obviously you weren't going to be running the football. And so, you know, you may as well just go to the pass. And it's like, that's not all true. You know, the run game isn't always going to just be five yards, five yards, five yards. You might have a Barry Sanders scenario where it's one, one, three, two, four, seventy. You know, I mean, that stuff happens. And so to sit there and think, oh, well, we just, we can't run it. May as well just pass every single time. You're playing into the defense. You are just giving it up. It makes it too easy, especially against somebody like Chicago. You're going to play right into their hands. Khalil Mack's like, oh, sweet. They're not going to run. I get to pass or I get to rush every play, great. Like, think of it. It's just the Vikings have ran it on 32% of the plays this year. Last year, 47%. You cannot be that obvious. They are 29th in running the football out of 32 teams. 
you just you can't be effective an effective running team and keep defenses honest if you're not going to run the ball you have to be able to run the football and i heard somebody the other the other day talk about well the worst pass attempt is 10 yards and one of the best running attempts is five and and so that is their basis that's their argument is a pass is going to go garner 10 and a run's going to garner five that's fine but if a defense knows you're going to pass every time, then all they got to do is rush four and, and come with a, a blitz here and there and just drop people back and cover. I mean, it, you have to be able to, to have a semblance of the run and effective. And it, the thing that bothers me is you look at the Saints. D, what up? Who dad? Bobby? Marty? You look at the Saints. Drew Brees has had... Two for sure, maybe more than that, games this year where he has thrown for less than 200 yards. And they've won those games. Why? Because they have they got Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, and they run the ball. And they do it effectively. And you're, you've got Drew Brees, a Hall of Fame quarterback, who can make every throw, yet you to run the football because it keeps a defense honest. And then when it's time to throw, you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback in, Kirk, or in Drew Brees throwing it around. And I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is Drew Brees. Kirk Cousins couldn't be more like Matt Ryan, but serviceable nonetheless. And if you run the ball effectively, you, you let, Chad, what's up, bud? You let Kirk Cousins get more of a chance to pick a defense apart and not have to throw with eight people back covering the pass, you know, and, and getting defensive ends and a D-line rushing the passer every time at reckless abandon because you, they have no threat of a run. And the thing about it is it's not like you don't have good running back. Latavius Murray, and I'll be the first to admit I was wrong when I said you could ship him out, Latavius Murray's a good back. He's a good back. Delvin Cook is a good dynamic back. You have the opportunity to run the football and do it effectively and good, you know, and well. And and with our offensive line not being the best in pass protection and and wanting to run the ball, why aren't you doing that? I think Mike Zimmer indirectly has has taken pot shots at DeFilippo, the offensive coordinator, in his press conferences, talking about the offense needs to, you know, not be so voluminous and, and kind of get back to, you know, more running and so forth, little side jabs. But I'm hoping that he's taking DeFilippo aside and saying, but 32% compared to 47 last year. Last year, Vikings were 13-3, and three, ran the ball well, and now I get it. you got a shiny new, new toy in Kirk Cousins. Diggs and Thielen are so good. You want to throw the ball, but you got Murray and Cook. Murray and Cook aren't Kamara and Ingram, but damn it, they're close if you just let them. If you just let them run the ball. And don't go away from it. I said it on Tuesday night in the recap show, but not one time last week did the Vikings run directly at Khalil Mack. 
Not one time. And again, I'm not talking sweeps. I'm talking about, Gene, what up? I'm talking about running at him. If you watch that game, there's four D linemen for Chicago. And Khalil Mack is just standing up. He's just rushing the passer because you're not running. How much time? <laughs> 10? Oh, 90. Because you're not running at him. And it's frustrating. Mo, what up? And it's so frustrating because the reason you, you weren't effective running the ball at him is because you were playing into their run defense. You were playing sweep, and they're fast, and you have to run at these people. And it's killing me. Bobby, I love you, kid. You know, it's just so frustrating. Football isn't that difficult, honestly. It's not that hard to figure out. It's one in the trenches. And the offensive line got worked by Chicago's defense or defensive line 100% because you didn't just run it at them. You kept trying to be cute. And then when you were like, oh, it's not working, but you just ended up throwing it. And that obviously didn't work either. I mean, you made a valiant comeback, but it, damn it. it you just look south to New Orleans. You have the same weapons that they do. Maybe not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but a decent one. Just run the goddamn ball. It's not that difficult. <laughs> and it makes me so mad. Uh, anyway, I think I'm uh, running down here and uh, getting, getting down. Ten seconds. Blog Talk, have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Love you guys. I'm out. Facebook Live, I love you guys. Uh, nice turnout. Enjoy your day. Go Vikings. Run the goddamn ball. Drive fast. Take chances. Tough love's out. Bye, guys.